everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Girlish. My name is Gage and I'm here with my co-host Olivia. Hey everyone, we're back. Can you believe it? <laughs> we're back. And <laughs> I was going to make a really ill-mannered joke about the submarine. Oh my god. That's like, like we're back, but they like didn't come back. So... <laughs> I don't know why that popped into my head. (laughs) I mean, it was on the news. I feel like the internet is so fucked up, but so funny. Because, like, those memes, everyone passing them, we were sending them to each other, like, the whole time that the submarine was, like, underwater. And it was just, like, the worst thing, but also, you know, make humor out of the bad in life. I don't know how I feel, because I'm, like, I'm so sorry that you didn't make it you know like (laughs) people died like that's not a funny thing but there's such like a difference between someone that spends $250,000 to try and go to the bottom of the ocean versus like a one-off random event of like a submarine that was carrying people for a legitimate reason imploding like I don't know there's a I'm trying to feel empathetic but it's kind of hard because you like you knew what you were getting into, you know, it still sucks, but like you did that. Yeah. And I, I just feel like people, I was telling my partner this, I was like, this literally, I feel like people die every day. And I wasn't, I wasn't really focused on the story in any capacity. My heart wasn't torn for these people. I mean, I think when you get to a certain class that you're able to do something like this, that you're able to test the limits of, living or not like and that happens to you it's just kind of like you put yourself in this situation so being empathetic is like a little bit hard uh, i was watching people talk about it and they were saying like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to go to the fucking titanic is the same amount of money for them that it would be for like someone like us to have like a seven dollar coffee like that's what that- i saw too mm-hmm. like they broke down how much that money is to someone that's rich like that and it's literally like just buying an iced coffee like that's how much that was to them and so i love it so you know what i'm not gonna say anything mean i am heartbroken there was a kid evidently on the submarine and he evidently wasn't he didn't want to do it but he wanted to Mm -hmm. he wanted to be there with his dad for like father's day or something and his dad really wanted to go so my heart is with that kid I'm, i'm very sorry that we know we live in that you're you're I'm I'm yeah, I'm really sorry about that. But yeah, that was a very interesting story. I, I do feel like a little bit sad that there are so many other stories, um, like regarding, you know, tragic things happening. Uh especially to there was like recent story about like a a boat I think that sunk with a bunch of refugees on it. Um and none of that got coverage versus coverage on billionaires who <laughs> the titanic keeps going it keeps bringing down the billionaires love Literally. it you have to love it there was like a video of aliens like landing in someone's backyard recently <laughs> and like so i i'm personally more interested in aliens landing in someone's backyard than a submarine but we didn't get to hear nothing about no aliens have you seen those videos of people trying to be like, okay, in the corner here, you can see the little alien head and hand yeah. grabbing the fence. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so funny. Do you believe it? Do you think there was actually aliens in their backyard? Yeah, honestly. 
I really yeah. do. I mean, it was a, an event that the whole, like, I think it was in Vegas. It was an event that everyone saw something fall. Even like in the body cam yeah. footage, the cops like acknowledged that they saw something. And so it's just, it's really funny to be, I mean, this whole family, they experienced something. So I wonder, I wonder what it was. I know it's, everyone's been talking about like aliens and stuff lately and take us just and end it all now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like now a day is, it's really hard to take things for face value. Like, I, I really want to believe that there's aliens here. Like, I truly do. And I know that there probably is. But every time I see a video, I'm like, is that real? Or do you just want some internet clout? Like, what is it? I don't know. I, I don't trust anything anymore. Yeah, it's hard for me. Sometimes I do get, like, hooked into TikTok and just, like, start going down the rabbit hole. And then I find out later that, like, evidently there's this image going around of, like, there are remote control at the bottom of the ocean. And they were, I like, the remote, control, the remote control survived. And I was, like, no way it did. There's and, no like, way. I literally had to Google everything. And the image was fake. Like, it was, like, some, yeah. for something else. But <laughs> I, like, fully believed it for a second. Um, but, yeah. So, you know, I hope the aliens just have fun with us. I think I we deserve you. we deserve it. Whatever's coming, we deserve. No, they can truly do whatever they want because right now this we're we're struggling a little bit here on Earth. Um, so maybe they would help us, like bring some unity. I don't know. Maybe we we wouldn't be target number one anymore if the aliens came. So can you guys come save us already? Literally. But speaking of struggling. I think today we are both, I don't know if anyone can experience it, but it's a lazy Sunday. I think we're feeling a little yeah. a little tired, a little overwhelmed. I think both of us have kind of gotten to this like feeling of like work can be overwhelming sometimes. And I know that once like a million things start piling on, sometimes you just kind of feel like you're drowning in everything. You're like, where are my priorities at right now? I don't really know what's happening. And yeah, it's it's pretty rough. You have a lot going on with your job, with your your um, your inclusion network that you have at your job, which I think is really cool. That you guys are doing really fun stuff, and I feel like my inclusion network it just is so frustrating. We talked a little bit about it last week, but like I wish we just have funds because you're telling me of like these really cool things happening, and I'm like oh, that sounds so fun. Yeah, I mean it's kind of. I don't know. I know that diversity is a new thing that companies are trying to establish, but at the same time, you can't really do much if you're not given the resources to do so. Like, I think there is value in having a group, um, even if you guys aren't planning events, like just simply having a group where you guys can all talk to each other and discuss things outside of work, like about being queer. I think that is, there's still value in that. But there is also value in being able to bring events to the company and like actually show that you care about the community in a way. So yeah, hopefully you guys can get some funding to be able to do certain things like that. But even so, I don't know. I just feel like work is work still. And I'm like, just so exhausted all the time. Like I know I'm tired when I went to sleep at like 10 p.m. last night. And I woke up at nine. So I almost got 12 hours of sleep, but I'm still tired. Like, I don't want to do anything today. And I think you have every right to just like, I do have every right. Yeah. Honestly, call off. (laughs) I might. 
I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I know we just, oh, you didn't have Juneteenth off, which is racist. I'm just no, that's saying. so racist. That's what I was telling everyone. I was like, we have a multicultural resource group in our company, but we didn't get Juneteenth off. And like, like, I know it's like funny to be like, haha, racist, but like, that's literally like, it's now a federal holiday. And if you're giving Memorial Day off, you're giving like Veterans Day, where the hell is the, the same with Juneteenth? And like whatever, it's like a holiday is a holiday, but like still, I don't know. I feel like your company that's really big should be giving that day off, especially if it's recognized by the federal government. But you know, yeah. I guess people people have car crashes. <laughs> people need support. Exactly. The girlies that get into an accident, Juneteenth doesn't stop it. <laughs> so But Pride Month does, and so I think we deserve the whole month off. No, we really shouldn't be able to work. <laughs> all of June. I genuinely think that. No, no, like actually I've been so, I think overwhelmed with a lot of that's happening in terms of like work. My work is fun. I enjoy what I do, but it does feel a little like a lot sometimes when I have to manage. Also, I'm doing a lot for the EIN this month. Um, We are throwing together a really fun um, pride event. You know, we don't have funding, but we're doing something really cool where we're just doing like a little history of pride and you know this is the first time we're actually getting members of our group involved there's typically only two of us but we're actually we reached out and asked if people want to do research and present and you know we had some people that were like fully on board to do it so i feel like really special like this is a really special like event that more people are going to get involved in so i do feel fulfilled in that aspect so i'm just trying to keep focused on that but I know I'm also working on like a company podcast and our first episode is very like DEI oriented. And, you know, we have to go, when you do work stuff, especially develop a concept for something, this podcast I'm developing in my job is very brand new. Um, it kind of goes through a series of QA and my, my, the person I'm doing this with, uh, we like knew that you can't really show, you can't really talk about a podcast to someone to approve without showing them what it is, what it sounds like at the end product. So mm-hmm. we kind of like made a rough draft of like what it's going to look like, gave it to our, our supervisor and then just made it because we were like, you aren't going to be able to really fully understand the end product until we make, until we make it. And it's so good. You heard it. I let, I let you I listen did. to it. And I'm the so intro, proud of there's it. like an intro at the beginning that explains the purpose of the podcast. It's so beautifully written. It's like <laughs> almost like it wasn't written by a person. <laughs> like it's crazy. It's like almost like um, I'm like, I think my brain is just like AI, you know? I just, yeah, I very that, AI vibes. Mm, I, I mean, you know, I think my brain works in chat GBT. Actually, I'm, I'm running, my my brain is running with its wrinkles off of chat gpt version mm-hmm. four so you know definitely didn't definitely didn't do that or that's just what happens when you're getting your master's like your brain is it's on another plane it's expanding yeah, yeah I think, it's yeah mm-hmm. so it's honestly growing. good for you no my company like fully is like i had to have this whole meeting with my entire like department on specifically how to use chat gpt for our our branding and like our company so I had to lead that the other day because I oh use God. it all the time and I keep telling them like, hey, it's great. So I made this very corporate, you guys won't listen to hear it, but just know, trust me, it sounds like very corporate 
very cool. I'm, I'm very proud of how it turned out. And I just, I haven't presented it yet, but I hope they like it. I think it's really cool. It'll be our first episode and it's supposed to be like interviewing different members of our company. And this first one, I really, I needed to do, I needed to make my mark on like that, this by starting it off with interviewing a trans woman, because mm-hmm. I'm like this, I, I'm, if I'm taking charge of this, let me have the reins. And I really want to like push my, um, my mark, I guess my, my, my need for inclusivity, diversity in my company. I don't know if you've had any complaints at your job when people are like, so when you guys talk about diversity and inclusion, have you seen any messages of people being like upset or anything that you guys are like having a diverse like group at your job? Not directly related to like our group. I do remember seeing, this was like a year ago, maybe more than a year ago. I remember seeing a post from like our communications team about pride and someone had commented like on a public thread on the homepage of our company that like this, this shouldn't be talked about in the workspace or something like that. That's the only time I've seen anything kind of weird, but like, I don't know, how are you going to basically announce to the entire company that you're like, homophobic? <laughs> I know, right, why yourself like that? Like literally everyone can see, it's the first thing you see when you click on like the internet, like that's embarrassing. That's insane. Yeah, we had, um, I've probably talked about it on the podcast before, we had like a, a sexual harassment training and it included the stories of like a trans woman's experience on what sexual harassment can look like for a trans woman uh, in the workplace. And evidently I was told by an unknown figure that I won't be saying who, but essentially someone that that works like deep within the company uh, that there was people reaching out and was not happy with the training and having that in it. So, and I've heard from other members of like my EIN uh, that people in the workplace are kind of like talking in very public places about like gender and stuff like that and trans people. So it does feel like people are getting a little too comfortable being able to just like fully be outright transphobic or homophobic. So that's a little frustrating, but you know, it is what it is. We just got to keep pushing. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just don't get why people can't just mind their own business. Like it's a, literally a training about how to act appropriately. I think I know what you're talking about. Is it like they're at a dinner party and the guy comes up to her and he's like refusing to use her pronouns or like keeps, and then one of the other coworkers comes over and like defends her. Is that, or no, is that different? It oh. was different, but it was, um, it was in an elevator and it was this like older trans woman and it was like this famous actor. I don't know, but he was the one being transphobic to her. I'll have to look it up and see okay. who it is. But I remember being like a, a known face and I was like, what the fuck are you doing in this right now? But yeah, so I, I think there's probably a few different companies that like outsource these, these trainings that like have similar sort of vibes. But I really want to, I want to see the one you're talking about. Because they're kind yeah. of funny. <laughs> they're a little... You know who Cassandra James is? Uh, no, I don't. She's a trans actor. She's on General Hospital, like a soap opera. Um, and she plays like a trans character. And there's a few, at least in the training that my company does, there's like a few instances that show like what you should not be saying to a trans person. So I thought that's what you were referring to. But I guess there's one, one which up. is cool. Yeah, I have to look it up. But no, mine was a, a little bit different. 
I don't know. It's just crazy to me that you can look at a training video that's telling you what not to do and you have any sort of feelings that are like, well, I don't agree with that. Like, if I want to call her a man, I, I should be able to. I think it's my right. Like, who thinks like that? Crazy. I, like, looked her name up on Google really quick, and she did an interview with Corey Ray. That's cute. Oh. We did an interview with Corey Ray. We did it first. <laughs> we did it first. Remember when we almost got Kim Petras on the show? I think almost is a little bit of a stretch. But <laughs> remember mean, when we communicated with someone on her team about the podcast? <laughs> I mean, I think that, you know, maybe in a in a different life or a different universe, it would have happened. She evidently, she was getting ready for tour and was, like, too busy or whatever. But no, in my heart, up, honestly. in okay, my though. soul, she would have said yes, you know? In my heart, she didn't even know that we asked. It was, like, someone <laughs> on her team that was, like, oh, these who are these bitches? Like, Kimmy is not doing this. Yeah. But if we talked to her specifically, she would have been here. Sure. But could you imagine like a Grammy Award winning artist on our podcast? I wouldn't Iconic. even, I would probably just pass out. We've had like, like one interview and like Corey Ray was like a great interview. I think it was like a great first. No, we talked we were... for hours. Yeah. I, I don't, I think it ended up being like two or three parts because we literally talked for so long. And I, I remember afterwards you and I were like messaging being like, we should do more interviews. But yeah, it's, I think it's a little intimidating kind of getting prepared for that and like, I don't know. I'm I'm so scared. I, we have a lot of like trans mutuals that I'm sure are people part of the LGBT community that are very internet like involved that I'm sure we could interview. But I think it just gets a little intimidating asking or and also just being the one behind the interview. My job. I did the interview at my job. <laughs> I did it with my coworker, and you can tell that she's so professionally trained, like behind radio. And I'm just a fucking shit talker with you on like our podcast, which is great and people like yeah. it, but it's definitely not like an interviewee type of feel. I need to get better at that. Though. Yeah, I don't think we are like the hard hitting, like information gathering, interviewing types. Like we just talk. Like that's our thing. So I don't know. I think we could, I think it still could be good. Like there is value in like a genuine conversation, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't feel like I would do justice with, like, asking questions. I would be like, oh, my God, like, where did you get your shirt? Like, just, like, (laughs) like, no one cares about. And that's another thing is, like, if we do do podcasts, it's like, do we want to be the people asking, like, the generic, like, questions where it's, like, surface level? Or do we want it to be more chit-chatty and, like, fun and, like, friendly? So... Yeah, that's something that I, I think about and it would be fun. You know, maybe 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 that's a, a, a passion project we can work on. Mm-hmm. If anyone has anybody you'd like us to like talk with, let us know. It'd be cool. Within reason. Yeah. Like we're not about to get liver and cocks. So I mean let's I mean, I mean that those, that's the goal. That's the goal. But I mean we almost got Kim Petra, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I honestly may be Emily and I were talking, and it's like, are we going to be in LA soon? Because we just moved. You guys, back to- like, come on, like, hurry the fuck up! Like, I feel like it's, it's been years. <laughs> no, like, literally in the work, we've talked about moving to LA so much, and we li- we moved to Washington, and that was an experience. Now we're back in Florida, and like, you think things are going to get better, right? You think like. You know, things can't get bad. Then all of a sudden, it's now illegal for me to use a restroom in Florida. And they're trying to ban 
like ban like adult HRT for like trans people. Um, yeah, and it's so fucked because it was going to get blocked, I'm pretty sure, through the federal courts. And now they're trying to do this workaround. And I could be wrong legally, so if, if I'm wrong, inform me. But it seems like they're doing like these new set provisions within like the board the the board of medicine in florida so it's this workaround i think the bill making like the requirements for gender affirming care be this this and this which before it was um i forget what it's called but like you're essentially able to um kind of you know they trust you with the whole process and it doesn't necessarily have to be these like criteria um, but now it's like a list of criteria and I've been reading about it and I've been so stressed because if it does pass in July, if you have things like autism or ADHD, they can literally just say, no, you're, you're not qualified for HRT. Like if you have anxiety or depression too, which is often lead, like a leading sort of side effect with gen, like gender dysphoria. So for them to just be able to say no or a lot of like uh, making doctors afraid of prescribing it is really scary. So it's kind of the position I'm in right now, like not really knowing um, what's going to happen. But they also, if you do want to get hormone replacement therapy in Florida, they're trying to make it so you have to have continuous mental health counseling as if it's just going to take the trans away. But you're going to just have to like have continuous mental health counseling. And it's like, that's so fucking stupid. Like, why do I have to... Like, I'm a grown-ass adult with priorities. I don't have time to just see a counselor every two fucking weeks or whatever when the whole reason I'm on my gender for me care, my HRT, is so I don't have to see counselors. So I'm in a better headspace and I can be obviously happy, fulfilled in my life. And I'm just so tired of feeling like I'm drowning in what Florida is making me feel like. I feel like I am just have this shame over me. And, I, and it's, I feel like it's their mind games and it almost feels like sometimes it's working and I'm trying to shake it off. I'm trying to shake it off, but um, it really is so frustrating. And so I'm like telling Emma, like, I'm like, we have to move. Like, I don't know. She's been very supportive. I do feel bad because, um, you know, we just moved back. We wanted to be close to family. And it's like with everything going on, what does that mean for our future? Like, in terms of like, do we want to have our kids in a state like this? Am I going to be able to survive in a state like this if, you know, my hormone access has already been um, temporarily blocked with Planned Parenthood um, because they don't know what's going to happen with the Florida bill? So we'll see how things play out. I'm not really sure, but it's been very stressful being here in the Sunshine State. I'm sure. Like, I feel as though. There's a way, I mean, a lot of people are probably prescribed hormones that probably shouldn't because there isn't really a lot stopping them nowadays. But in Florida, it doesn't seem like they're trying to actively like figure out ways to make the system better. It seems like they are just trying to simply stop trans people from getting care. Like they just don't want it to happen. It's not like an improvement or what can we do to make this better or more streamlined or safer for people. It's just, we don't want you to have hormones, like point yeah. blank. And that's the difference. That's what makes it hard is like you're living in a, in a state that is trying to prevent you from getting the care that you need to literally live a normal life. So I can imagine living in Florida. And I know 
that's your home and like that's where you would like to be in a perfect world where everything all this craziness isn't happening but it's like how do you live there how do you continue on if you're not safe if you don't if you're questioning can you even go to the bathroom can I even get hormones like what does the future look like and yeah like what's the point of building a future if you can't see one there and it's it's really sad because I think you'll you, you'll see like uh, LGBT organizations like posts like um, warning guidelines to not travel or to not travel to Florida because of LGBT restrictions, and it's heartbreaking because there's we're like we're here and like I feel like a lot of times I go out and I exist and I feel comfortable I feel fine I mean I'm, I'm obviously in an environment that that you know is very supportive and accepting but I just had like a I was just at a trans lady lunch where there was a bunch of trans women. We're all just having lunch together. And so to like be in an environment where I can like see my community and then going online and seeing everyone say that like my state is horrible, like don't visit here, it's dangerous. I'm kind of like, where do I, like what's happening? And that's where I also feel like disoriented because I can see where things are getting bad. And I really feel like we're in this beginning stage of if things progress to go this way, like true extermination of our community, like like crazy, 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 um, like Nazi shit, like that's how it feels. But on the and I, but on the other hand, it's like my life really hasn't changed. That I mean, obviously it has, but I'm, I'm saying like in terms of my social situation, people around me, everyone's supportive, and I think a lot of the younger generation, the people I'm around, is supportive. So it really is just these crazy people making it a big deal, trying to make people afraid of us when it's really not like that. And so, I don't know. I, I am really frustrated because I I refuse to like let my home be taken away from me. But at the same time, it's like, at what point, like, am I, am I going to let it cost me? Like, do I have to like leave? Do I have to go to another state? And I was telling Emily, I'm like, if we move, like we have to just go to LA. Cause like, that would be, that would be like great for girlish. That would be great for our friendship. Um, that would just be like easiest because we have you. I know a few people there and I just feel like we could, it would, it would be fun. So I don't know. It might be happening if things continue to get bad, but we'll, we'll see. It's been very weird lately. Yeah. And I mentioned this last episode, but like living in LA, I feel like fine. I know all this craziness is happening all over the country around me, but being here, I do feel relatively safe. Like I have never really had an instance where I have felt unsafe in public. And I think that is a combination of where I live. Also the fact that I'm privileged enough to be on hormones for this long and be this far in my transition. So I get that that also plays a factor, but just like in witnessing how people receive the LGBT community, it's been predominantly positive in LA. So yeah, I feel like in crazy times, it helps to be in a place that isn't like actively trying to push for your extermination, basically, like Florida is. I hear Huntington, Huntington Beach is so supportive. That's not LA. <laughs> we don't I hear I hear that Huntington Beach is the best place for trans people to live. Didn't you go to yeah. a um, a Weren't you like there one day and there was like a crazy protest? Like, it was like the Black or... Lives Matter protest oh, yeah. when I was, I was literally on vacation with my parents and yeah, it was a little scary. Oh, Orange County, 
I don't know what happens in Orange County, but I'm saying in LA County, <laughs> it's a little different. But no. that, I mean, just right next door to LA, like there's racist people. I'm not saying there's not racist people here or like yeah. homophobic people, but it's just like, I don't know. No, no, I get what you're saying completely. And um, I I also feel that way when I'm in, in LA. There's just like, it just feels so, I mean, it's a blue state, it's a blue county. There's so much diversity. The first time I visited there, I remember looking at Emily whenever we were like, the first day we were in an Uber and I was looking around and in my head, for some reason, I envisioned LA as like, like this place where like it's super progressive, but like also really white, really Hollywood. But like, I was like, I looked at Emily and I was like, there's Mexicans everywhere. There's a lot of brown people here. Like, I know. And it was like really exciting. And I was like, and like the way that like, you know, you walk into a store, the way it smells is very like reminiscent of like growing up and like, um, just like being around like my, my people. I was like, oh my God, like, I love it here. And so I think that's also another reason why we'd, we'd move. But yeah, I'm, I'm really obsessed with, you know, being there every time I go there, it's super fun. And it's, and I know it's so progressive and so honestly, it's probably going to be there or Denver, but I, I just think it's stupid. Like, just go to LA. Like, it's, I feel like it's been in the works for so long of us saying maybe we should do it. That if it were if it were to happen, it would be probably LA. Yeah, I agree. I think you should come here for selfish reasons, um, but I think you should. You guys should come to LA for sure. You've been there for like what five, six years at this point. Five years. Holy shit. I'm officially an Angelino. So <laughs> there I I forget what I was watching, but there's like I would, I forget. There was like a show and there was like a joke that like to be like a true like Los Angeles local, you have to experience like these certain things. It was from some show. And like I've I remember seen that. it was like yeah. experience a wildfire or like other stuff like that. I don't remember yeah. everything, but I've seen that before. Yeah. So truly, you've an earthquake? Yeah, I've experienced m- multiple earthquakes. Yeah. That's like, I mean, Florida has hurricanes. So like anywhere you go, there's going to be Washington had the fucking um, Mount Rainier, which is an active volcano. Active volcano? Not an active mm. volcano. A dormant volcano. Yeah. Mount St. Helens is active, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. But speaking of Hollywood, there's a few things that we wanted to talk about today that are just really interesting. Um, The first of which, if you guys, I don't know if you guys are keeping up with like Disney or Pixar movies, but there's a new one coming out or actually came out already. It's called Elemental. It's literally about elements, as you can tell by the name of the title. And there is a character, um, their name is Lake. It's a water droplet. And they go by they, them pronouns, a water droplet. And there are a lot of parents that are just really upset that there is a character that is water that does not have masculine or feminine pronouns. It's causing a lot of issues in the parental community because how dare they call water they instead of he or she. I just wanted to know what you thought about that. I think waters are obviously masculine. I think I think water's feminine, actually. <laughs> so I, think I that's mean, where we, we can have this debate, but <laughs> I think water in itself, H two O H, standing for he, 
too standing for <laughs> but the way that water glistens <laughs> and flows is very feminine yeah I guess it's not so. masculine for water to do that I love this. I love this conversation <laughs> because what, yeah, I mean, I, I'm obviously, I agree with you. Like, this is kind of silly. Like who, I don't know. At the end of the day, who cares? Like, yeah, water doesn't have a gender. It's silly. It's just a cartoon. And, you know, I obviously think representation is good and um, valid, but it just, every time like parents get mad at Disney, I'm like, give it up. You're still going to take your kids to fucking Disney world. You're not going to, like, prevent your kids from watching, like, these movies. Like, you can't escape Disney. They own everything. Give it up. Yeah. And, like, the thing that is confusing to me is the argument for a lot of parents or people that are trying to, quote, unquote, protect children from being, like, indoctrinated into the gay agenda is that they're always, like, just let kids be kids. Like, let them play, let boys play with trucks, let girls play with Barbies, just let them do whatever they want. But when they do that, it's a problem. Like, yes, boys can play with trucks, but if he wants to, if he voluntarily wants to put on a dress and it's not his parents putting him into a dress, which I don't think any parents are out there forcing their sons to put dresses on. It's literally the kid wanting to put it on. That's a problem. Like, it's only voluntary if they want to play something that aligns with their gender, their traditional gender roles. And, like, another thing that we wanted to talk about briefly was Megan Fox, because she's been getting a lot of backlash because there's a paparazzi picture recently of her three sons at, at this point. They are still her sons dressed in a feminine way, and people are like, calling her a crazy parent they're calling her a witch for like brainwashing her kids and transing them into wanting to dress like that and i'm like you guys are literally telling kids to just be kids but a happy child in a dress or a pink t-shirt is like a problem for you like the idea of happy children does not exist like in the mindset of these like conservative people because yeah yeah, because a happy kid to them is a kid that conforms to their beliefs and it's what makes them happy people. It's not what makes the kid happy. Because truly, once we break down and take away all the gender norms and let kids be kids, then I feel like that is what truly is a future where, you know, we are free of all of that, you know, just the the things that are forcing us to act or be a certain way. And so, yeah, yeah, I've seen the paparazzi picture of Megan Fox and I'm, I'm like, I don't care. I was literally looking at the kids and I was like, good for them. They're all like smiling, happy, like being kids. And I'm like, I, and like, I think you were talking about this beforehand. Like kids don't look like any gender, like not until they go through puberty. Can you like distinguish certain like features that are more masculine or feminine or whatever the fuck but like at a certain point like kids just like are there's nothing gendered about kids it's what you make them wear and make them do and like if they're just having fun being happy being allowed to wear whatever they want to wear then I think Megan Fox is doing a great job being a parent and I think it's just so silly to like the idea what the what is transing me and like I just think that's so silly no they're literally using it as a verb as if like that's something you can do like I don't know I just don't understand how you can say that you want to give kids the freedom of like being kids and not having to worry about gender whatever the case may be but like 
when they're just trying to experiment, like if you want to wear a dress, then wear a dress, but that's a problem. Like, I think you said it best. It's like, it's you only, or a happy kid to them is only if they're conforming to what a traditional like little boy should be doing. Because in their mind, if they're wearing a dress, that is obviously an indication of bad parenting or the parent trying to enforce their own ideals onto a child. Like it's impossible for them to fathom that a child or a little boy would want to wear a dress or would want to play with Barbies. Like that reality is so far from their brain. Like they can't comprehend why that would possibly be. And I don't know, maybe it's because you don't have any issues with your gender identity. You've never had to question your gender identity. So that's why you don't understand. But like a lot of people do. So mind your own business. And what's more indoctrination, letting kids wear whatever they want, be whoever they want to be, or forcing them to go to church, forcing them to like wear crosses and stuff and forcing them to think a certain way. What's more indoctrination? And I think that is literally, that's like the psycho, like the, the pathology. I always say that word, but like truly of that mindset of like, you don't see that everything you're saying is like backwards. Like you're, you're saying all these things, like trans people are indoctrinating kids, they're child molesters, they're all this stuff, but like, that's your community. Like you're getting mad at your people, what you're currently doing, the people that are around you. And I think that is like, that is the most like brain fucked type of thing that they need to like really figure out because us being us, being able to be free of any sort of like stigmas that we're facing, I think that's true happiness and being forced to conform is what really is going to damage a lot of people and has damaged a lot of people. So... Yeah, I don't know. I, I encourage everyone to go look at the Megan Fox. I mean, there there's a lot of blurred pictures of her kid's face. I don't think, you know, I think it's kids should have their privacy. Um, but I, I encourage people to just like see these happy kids being happy. But, you know, who cares at the end of the day? Yeah, if you were an, a grown adult and you are concerned about what a child is wearing, I think that's a little strange. Like, why do you care so much about what a child decides to put on that day? And it just constantly goes back to the fact that people just can't mind their own business. Like, okay, if you don't want to put your son in a dress, that's fine. If your son doesn't want to wear a dress, good for him. Like, who gives a fuck? But if someone else does, then just what what difference does it make in your life? Like, how many people that are commenting know Megan Fox? How many of them have seen her children walking through the streets of LA? Like, is it going to bother? Like, what are you going to do? You're going to go up to them and like, stop, take that dress off. You're not supposed to be wearing that. Like, what do you want from it? What What are you, are, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah. It's just, I think truly just like hatred and, and just being super mean. Yeah. They called her a witch. And then I think she responded saying you're fucking with the wrong witch or something like that. I think she and definitely like- leans into it. Like, if I didn't give a fuck, like, she's very much a celebrity that doesn't give a fuck, I feel like. So if I saw all these irrelevant people talking about my kids and they were calling me a witch, I would probably play into it, too. Like, you can call me a witch if you want. Like, she's still rich and thriving and her kids seem happy. So fuck off. 
Yeah, um, I'm reading a quote. She said, "I." Um, uh, a quote saying, I do have a child that suffers. I have a lot of worries about that because I just wish humanity was not like this. And I think that is a good way to put it. You know, I also wish that humanity and the way society views, you know, people that choose not to conform. Um, I just wish that it wasn't like that. It wasn't so hateful, but, but yeah, it's a little sad. Um, but I think, you know, that's like how I, a lot of how I feel about about that, I think at the end of the day, what's truly going to help kids in the long run is like giving them the freedom to express themselves. Um, and I think that, you know, any kid would be happy if they were able to just be themselves. Yeah, I agree. I think people are misconstruing gender expression with like actual medical procedures because it seems as though like a little boy putting on a dress in their mind, they're thinking that he is already on hormones. He's already going to have sexual reassignment surgery like next year. Like it's already on the books. Like it doesn't work like that. There, there are not children running around at five or six years old that are having gender confirming surgeries like that. That doesn't happen. So like, how are you going to complain about that and equate that to getting surgery or something so severe when it's literally an article of clothing? And I think that might be it. It's like in their mind, it might make, it might lead to, you know, this child getting surgery maybe in the future. And if they want to get surgery later on down the line, okay. But infants are not walking around getting SRS. Like that's not happening. And I think that's the narrative that people are trying to push. It's like, kids are being indoctrinated to make life altering decisions at such a young age and like changing their body and like doing irreversible damage when they're literally not, they're just playing with toys and they're just putting clothes on. Like it's really not that serious. And I want to make a TikTok out of this because I need more people to see this because misinformation spreads so fucking easily, but kids, toddlers, children are not getting fucking surgery and if they do get surgery it's on rare rare very fucking rare cases when they need it to survive when they're on the brink of killing themselves that is the only instances where any form of gender affirming surgeries are occurring hormone replacement therapy all reversible all the hormone blockers is reversible and it's given to them through series of seeing physicians, mental health providers constantly, all approved by the most biggest, most like majority of all these, I think pretty much all the largest medical boards all approves this form of treatment. It's just constantly making sure that a kid is safe. And that's the biggest thing. And all done super securely, super safely in the privacy between the doctor and the family and the child. And I think that's the way that it needs to stay. But all this idea that, yeah, your kids are are getting all these surgeries and hormones and it's going to affect them and make them sterile and all this stuff. Like the idea that you're thinking of a child having kids is so fucked in the first place, but also it's literally just not happening. It's not happening. A lot of the hormone replacement therapy that begins is just truly just blockers until they can really address and treat and see after years if this kid is actually trans and need to continue with the proper um, 
hormones that align with their gender identity. But it just makes me so mad that it's like truly misinformation of them thinking that thousands of kids are getting surgeries. And like, and it's so annoying because it's just not the reality. The reality is that this is a very rare instance that anyone gets truly changing gender affirming care. And the regret rate is so minuscule. Like it is not, not, not anything that should take away the hormone access to millions of people that I, I, not even, is there even millions of us? Like that's, this is what I'm saying. It's like, we're such like, not a problem to anyone in the world and they're making us a problem and it just is really really annoying yeah it's it's frustrating because like you said there's there's a lot of misinformation i feel like people like to bring up maybe one instance of like someone detransitioning or one instance of a child or a teenager that ended up getting some sort of gender confirming surgery. And that is just the standard for the entire community. Like so many people are detransitioning. So many children are out there getting gender confirming surgeries when it literally only happens like once every blue moon and it just becomes the standard to them. That's the only source that they can bring up to try and prove that. And again, trans people are such small population when you think of the entire world population like there's really not that many of us and I know a lot of people make the argument like well if there isn't that many of you then like why are so many people coming out as trans nowadays and that's literally just due to representation like obviously more people feel comfortable coming out now that we know and we have an actual word to place as what is a trans person like I didn't know what that meant growing up. So now, obviously, if I grew up in today's day and age, I probably would have came out sooner because of representation. And that's not because people are getting brainwashed. It's just that's how representation works. Like, that is the power of representation. So I don't know. Just like misinformation and spreading things that just aren't even true, like things that aren't even happening. But those, like false narratives are causing harm to the community because people actually believe it and no one is telling them the truth. And even if we do, actually we are telling them the truth. They just choose not to listen. So yeah, it's like, we I, can't really win. And one last thing, I guess to sum it up is I know that there, there's statistics that like show that the average people, like the average, there's an average regret rate over just, any surgeries, like any surgeries, any sort of procedures, people have regret over it. And it's always a small population. But just because someone has regret over a procedure, does that really mean you need to take away all the resources from everyone that need it to survive? And it's just silly. It's like taking away cancer treatment for a cancer patient. It's like they need that treatment because it's what helps their illness the same way that gender-affirming care can help someone experiencing gender dysphoria or who are trans. So I don't know. I just think that this misinformation has led to a lot of harm. And I see it all the time where people are like citing sources that just are not, they're not even close to what the conclusion for the article is. A lot of people are citing articles from like this Swedish study that says that all this like stuff about gender affirming care, but the author even came out and was like, no, they misinterpreted this data. Like that is not true. And like research was done like in the nineties and like, it's like, I don't know. It just, there's so much that goes into it and they just love to like cite these two things that just aren't true. 
And um, yeah, so I think that's super frustrating. But, and I mean, people can regret anything. Like you can regret getting a tattoo. You can regret getting boob implants. You can regret getting a BBL or getting Botox. Are we banning everything that people could potentially regret? Like, literally. no, there's complications with like any surgery. People can regret what they did, but that doesn't mean every single person that's going to get that procedure is going to feel the same way. Like there's outliers to everything. But for some reason, trans care is the one thing where if one person regrets it, then that is enough to make the accusation that it doesn't work for anyone. So I'm not really understanding the logic behind that. And yeah, I think you're exactly right. And I'm I'm very passionate about this because I've, you know, we've obviously, I've done our research, we've lived a lot of it. But I think with that being said, we actually have to wrap this episode up because we have three minutes remaining on our time left. We record on a software and we were recording it on our, like for girlish since like day, probably like five or something. since so our fifth episode. And now they're starting to charge us to use it. And it's like $20 yeah. a month. And it's we're fun. being discriminated against. Yeah. If you guys want to support us, I think Spotify for <laughs> Podcasters has like a support button. We can pay for it because other than otherwise, we're just gonna have to keep making emails and just using this software for that. But yeah, um, thanks for listening. You know, we I'm really happy we're able to do this again this week, and I always love filming. I love not having a script and just kind of jumping into it. So I'm having Me a lot too. of fun. Me too. And there's five days left of Pride. Five days, six days, five days. So. Happy Pride still, everyone. Go see Elemental. We need to hype up this non-binary water droplet because (laughs) we're not letting them get assassinated by all these people. Like, what are you going to do? Like, it's literally a cartoon about water. And I don't know. I just don't understand. So I don't don't know. I still think that H stands for he. We can beg to differ. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So go see Elemental. Also. Yes. Comment on Megan Fox's Instagram and tell her that she has beautiful children because Period. they deserve support. Exactly. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Follow us everywhere and we'll see y'all in the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.